Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Health Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to this week's Asthma Spotlight podcast. This one is about personal asthma self-management plans. Now, in order to look after your asthma, you need as much information as possible. In addition to the information provided by your own doctor and health carers, you can read about asthma, you can follow social media, you can listen to talks and podcasts like this one. And there's another source of very useful information, and that is your own personal asthma self-management plan that is provided by your own doctor or by your trained asthma nurse. In some countries, a personal asthma self-management plan will be provided by an asthma educator. So what is an asthma self-management plan? This is an agreement between you and your own doctor or someone who is looking after your asthma. And in particular, this should be someone who's trained in asthma care and the plan should usually be provided for you in writing. So a plan usually includes information about your treatment, that is what drugs you've been prescribed, what they do and how they work and the amount you should take and when you should take them. So the plan will tell you which of your drugs is for relief and which is for prevention of asthma attacks. The plan should also include information on how to recognize danger signs and flare-ups, which we sometimes call attacks, and what you should do when these occur. So there's lots of research evidence 
that if you have got an asthma personal self-management plan, you will not be likely to have as many asthma attacks than if you don't have a plan. So the plan helps you to prevent attacks. As a result, in all asthma guidelines all over the world, and these are the guidelines which doctors use to guide their treatment advice, they all recommend that everyone with asthma should have their own personal written self-management plan agreed with their own doctor. I've said before that asthma treatment is not one size fits all. And in other words, different people with asthma will be affected differently by the disease. And so your asthma treatment needs to be personally tailored for your own asthma. So a personal agreed asthma self-management plan is a plan that gives you details and gives you more control on how to manage and observe what's happening with your own asthma. Now these plans vary depending on each person's needs and abilities. So your plan might be very simple. For example, your doctor might advise you to contact them if you start getting symptoms. Or your plan may be, for example, in the case of your blue short-acting reliever inhaler, these short-acting relievers are usually blue, so I say blue, but yours might be a different colour. Your doctor may ask the pharmacist to put instructions on the inhaler prescription, and this may be that you should take one or two puffs of this inhaler when you get breathlessness. And it should also state that you should start feeling better in a few minutes, and this relief should last for four hours. And if not, then you should call for help. So this is a simple plan for self-management that may suit some people. Alternatively, your plan may be very complex, involving you monitoring your symptoms with or without your lung function and other tests, with advice on how to adjust medication, how to see whether the medication is working, and when to call for help. So the most common type of self-management plan is one that asks you to keep a check on your symptoms and gives advice on what to do if these increase. So for example, a plan may advise you to start taking more of your reliever inhaler if you start coughing or wheezing, or if you get breathless. So then the plan would advise you what to do if the symptoms continue or if they get worse. Then, depending on your response to the reliever medication, you may be told if you need to see your doctor or if you need to get emergency treatment from a hospital. Your plan will detail the treatment that you've been prescribed, what the treatment does, how frequently it should be taken. The plan may also include information on personal trigger factors. Those are the things that spark off your asthma flare-ups or attacks. So, for example, if you know that you're allergic to cats and you're going to visit a relative who has a cat, you may be advised by your doctor to take extra medication that day and also to ensure that you take your reliever inhaler with you together with your peak flow meter if you have one. Your plan will also detail what symptoms you may get and what your doctor suggests you should do if your asthma flares up when an attack is starting.
The plan may also tell you how you can find out how serious the attack is and what to do. Now most plans will say that if your reliever is not helping your breathlessness, or if it does help, but you then need to take more before four hours have passed, then you should call for urgent medical help. And the reason for that is that the short-acting reliever medication should last for four hours and it should work immediately. So if neither of those are happening, you know that you're in trouble and you need help. In addition, most plans will tell you what to do while waiting for help to arrive. So all of this information will be agreed with you and your doctor or trained asthma nurse or your trained asthma educator. As I said, everyone is different. And so your asthma self-management plan will include information on your own asthma, your own trigger factors and your own treatment. Now there are some off-the-shelf plans available for doctors to use in different countries. However, your asthma may require information that is not included in any of the off-the-shelf plans, and your doctor may provide you with a specially tailored plan for you. For example, you may have very severe asthma that may require urgent attention when your asthma flares up. And if this is you, then your hospital specialist may make special arrangements for you to bypass the usual triage system in the emergency department so you can get directly to the specialist team and access their help. Other examples of special types of self-management plans include the so-called SMART or MART plan, and that stands for Maintenance and Reliever Treatment, or the AIR plan, which is anti-inflammatory reliever treatment. And these systems for treating asthma, which vary across the world, are ones which I will speak about in more detail in another episode. As I explained in a previous episode on the basics of asthma, that this disease is there in your lungs. It's there in the background, smouldering away all of the time. So there'll be times when you feel very well and there'll be times when you have no trouble from your asthma. However, the disease can and sometimes does flare up without any warning and sometimes when you're away from home and unable to contact your own doctor. Therefore, you need to have a good idea on how to keep a check on how your asthma is reacting in your body. In other words, you need to be able to monitor your asthma and you need to be able to recognize when it's flaring up. And most importantly, you need to know what to do at that time. Now, I did discuss this in a couple of episodes previously, so I would suggest have a listen to those. But if you don't have an asthma management plan, you should ask your doctor or trained asthma nurse for one. And if you do have an asthma self-management plan, this should be updated whenever you have an attack, and you should carry it with you at all times, or perhaps keep a, pop, a copy of your plan on your mobile phone. Because asthma can cause frightening attacks, it's really important that you do follow your doctor's advice regarding your treatment. If you're unsure about anything, 
or having trouble understanding why you've been advised to take particular treatment or why you've been advised to take it regularly, even if you're not getting any symptoms, please do ask for help from your doctor and ask for an explanation on the things that are worrying you. So there are really three different things in a self-management plan that your doctor or trained asthma educator may agree with you. The plan will include information about your asthma drugs, those used for prevention and those used for relief. Information will be included on how to recognize poor control and what to do when this happens. Remember, I've said before in one of the other episodes that asthma attacks can come on suddenly, but in many cases they come on slowly over days or weeks, so you have time to act and prevent it from getting into something serious. And the other thing that your plan will tell you is how and when to call for help. So firstly, the plan needs to tell you which of your drugs is your anti-inflammatory drug, that is your preventer, which is also called a controller drug. And that's the one that will keep you safe by controlling your symptoms and preventing attacks. In addition, the plan needs to tell you how frequently and when to use your controller drug. The controller is usually an inhaled corticosteroid, which is also called an ICS for short, that's inhaled corticosteroid. That may be combined with another drug, and these other drugs often give relief as well. Examples of common inhaled corticosteroids are beclomethasone, budesonide, fluticasone, mometasone, or ciclesonide. Now these are the real names of the drugs. These drugs also have trade names, which they are sold under, and so if you look at the box or the package that your inhaler came in, or even just look at the canister of your inhaler, you will see um, what the, uh, the real name of the drug is in addition to the trade name. Now another type of preventer, which comes in the form of a tablet, which is sometimes um, soluble or crushable for children, and this is called a leukotriene receptor antagonist, or LTRA for short. Now this drug is a preventer drug, but it's not as good as the inhaled corticosteroid in preventing attacks. So your plan also needs to tell you which one of your drugs is the reliever. That's the one that you need to take when your asthma flares up and when you get symptoms. And these symptoms could include coughing, wheezing, shortness of breath, or difficulty in breathing. And you don't need to get all of those symptoms. Any one of those symptoms would need you to take your reliever medication. Now, obviously, if you're using your preventer medication as advised by your doctor, you should never need to use your reliever inhaler. If you do need to use your reliever inhaler, that means your asthma is out of control and you need to discuss that with your doctor. A common type of reliever prescribed for asthma is a short-acting reliever, which is also called a short-acting beta-agonist bronchodilator, which is referred to for short by doctors as a SABA, S-A-B-A, inhaler. Now, examples of these short-acting reliever drugs are salbutamol, which is also called albuterol in some countries, and the other kind of drug is called tabutaline. 
They both usually come in blue inhalers, but as I've said, they might be in a different color inhaler depending on which country you live. The important thing your plan will do is that it'll help you to understand that the treatment of asthma aims to prevent symptoms and flare-ups and attacks. And so these short-acting relievers do not treat the underlying disease and therefore they do not prevent attacks. So as their name implies, they are for relief and for a short time. They only work for about four hours and therefore the most important way to prevent attacks is to take your preventer as prescribed by your doctor. The self-management plan will also tell you how to recognize poor control. And there are three ways to do this. Firstly, if you're getting new symptoms of coughing, wheezing, chest tightness or shortness of breath, that means that your asthma is out of control. And this might happen in response to triggers like uh, pollen or dust or exposure to fumes like cigarette smoke or it, they might just come on spontaneously. Secondly, the other uh, warning sign that you might be having an asthma attack or that your asthma is going out of control is if you need to take your short-acting reliever inhaler. That's your blue inhaler. Your need to take it means that your asthma is out of control. And the third way to tell that your asthma is out of control is by using tests or measurements of asthma control. These include the asthma control test, which is a questionnaire, um, which you can use for children or adults. You can also use tests to measure your lung function with either a peak flow meter or a spirometer. And the third way is to measure your oxygen level with an oximeter. And if you'd like to learn more about the symptoms and measurements, listen to episodes 6 and 7 of the Asthma Spotlight podcast that were published in the last few weeks. In my own experience, many people found peak flow measurements helpful when included in their self-management plans. These readings provide extra information to help you to make decisions on whether to increase or decrease your medication and the measurements can also help you decide how serious an asthma attack is and if you need to ask for medical help. Again, talk to your doctor about peak flow measurements and either get a prescription or buy a meter for yourself. I did discuss in quite a lot of detail, together with a video, on how to use peak flow readings in the last episode. So I'd suggest you have a listen to that as well. In summary, there are three ways that peak flow readings can tell you if your asthma is out of control. First, if the readings are changing by more than 20% from day to day or from morning to evening, your asthma is out of control. Second, if you're getting some very low readings at times, so your readings might be going along happily round about your best ever, and then uh, on occasions, usually in the night, you'll find that the readings drop down suddenly. And that could mean that you're going to have an attack. Even if those readings recover, it's important to take them seriously. And the third indication from your peak flow that your asthma is going out of control 
is if your readings are going down and down and down. Remember, peak flow measures how tight your air passages are and how fast you can blow out. So if your air passages are tight, your readings will be low. If your air passages are wide open, they'll be clearly wide open. So if your air passages are getting tighter and tighter, your readings will be going down and down, and that clearly indicates a problem and that your asthma flare-up is getting worse and you need to seek medical help. So if any of these three things are happening, that suggests that you should ask for help urgently from your healthcare provider. Because asthma is defined as a disease where the air passages get tight from time to time, in my opinion, you can get a lot of information by using your peak flow and by testing it every day. Because the peak flow measurements will tell how tight your air passages are. So you can tell if your asthma is well controlled by doing your peak flow measurements. And you'll also get an early warning when you're starting to have an attack. Now, not all doctors agree with this. And I know that lots of people don't see the need for doing measurements regularly or don't want to measure peak flow every day. And if you're one of those people, my suggestion would be at least to start doing peak flow measurements whenever your symptoms start to increase, or if you find you're needing to use your reliever inhaler more frequently. Because the peak flow meter will give you additional information in addition to your symptoms of asthma. So I've explained that a personal self-management plan usually includes details of what to do when your asthma goes out of control. That is what medication you should take and how you should get medical assistance when this happens. In addition, your personal asthma self-management plan tells you about the drugs you've been prescribed and it will also tell you how to recognize poor control or when your asthma is flaring up. And finally, the plan helps to tell you how bad a flare-up or an attack is and therefore how urgently you need to get medical help. Now, while everyone is an individual and your own doctor will agree your self-management plan and match this to your own asthma, there are three general times when you should be concerned enough to call for medical help. First, if your or your child's asthma is worse than usual, medical assistance should be sought. The second time for concern is if your short-acting blue reliever is not giving the usual relief, or if the relief is not lasting for four hours, that's a sign of a possible bad attack requiring medical help. And the third time to ask for medical help is if your peak flow has dropped by more than 60% from your usual best reading. That's a signal that a bad attack might be on the way. So the key messages from this podcast or if you have a personal asthma self-management plan, you're less likely to admit it to hospital for an asthma attack than if you don't have a plan. A personal asthma action plan is agreed between you and your own health carer. The plan details your own ongoing medication, how to use it, how to recognize poor asthma control, 
and what to do when your asthma flares up and when you have an attack. And finally, your plan may be a very simple one, or it might be one that has lots of complicated detail or something in between. In either event, your self-management plan should be one that you can refer to and share with relevant people. So, for example, with your child's teachers or with your colleagues and family. Now, most of us are nervous when attending a doctor and may not remember what was discussed. And so the plan does need to be written down. And I'd suggest copy it with your mobile phone, or you might even have been given an electronic peak flow plan to be used with a peak flow meter. In either event, you should have that plan with you at all times, especially if you're away from home. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asthmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.